Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Breakthrough Society podcast. I'm your host, Irvin. And today we have a special guest, my dude, Trent Bray, came onto the show. Um, a while back, I was on his show, Hustle the Day podcast. Go to iTunes and check that shit out right now. Uh, leave a rating and a review. And uh, yeah, we are finally able to to uh, have a conversation right on 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 the Breakthrough Society, you know. But you know, Trent. I mean, he's 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 doing a lot of stuff. He's uh he's got some things going. He's a real estate investor, and he's he's uh building up his his company, his uh hustle product that he has going out. And uh, you know, I don't want to give everything away, but to just tune into this and you'll see that everything you'll see everything that he has cooking so uh, you definitely don't want to miss this all right guys so before we get into the show i just want to say real quick man if you find value in this podcast in this episode uh and i know you will uh, just be sure be sure to share it out with friends family and then anybody else that's gonna that you know will benefit from this maybe one they wanna maybe you or somebody that you know wants to do something similar to what trends doing hey go ahead and share it with them and and explain to them why you're sharing it with them and why you think they're gonna benefit from it also share it on your social media tag us and uh we'll repost it um also if you haven't Go over to Facebook and search the, the Breakthrough Society Movement. Good group. Our Facebook group, Breakthrough Society Movement, is going to be the only one that pops up. You'll see the logo right away. Uh, go ahead and request to join there. We'll let you in. And uh, that's where we, we help each other on a more personal level. You know, breakthrough to the next level of your life, whatever that is. You know, we're here to help, and the group is where we do that. So with that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in, and here's the show. What's up, guys? What's going on? Welcome back to the Breakthrough Society podcast. I'm your host, Irvin, and today we have my good friend, Trent Bray, on the show. What's going on, man? Hey, I appreciate it, Irvin. I appreciate, you know, being able to come on the show. You know, your your top-rated podcast. I don't take this lightly. So <laughs> first and foremost, thank you for the opportunity. For sure, man. I know we... we uh. We had a, an interview back on your show was a couple of weeks ago, so I appreciate you for having me on. I know we did like a live clubhouse and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was it was an interesting experience where you know we just kind of threw it out there. You know, I put that on you at the last minute, like, hey, let's do this yeah. clubhouse, and you know, we've both spent a lot of time on clubhouse lately, so uh, it was it was a fun experience and great to hear a little bit more of your story. Yeah, man, for sure. So. I uh, just tell the audience who's trying and and what do you do? Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, I am a husband and father of three kids, uh, one age one, five, and eight. Uh, so busy with that. Uh, but then um, I do have a, a couple businesses. My main source of income is I flip houses uh, here in Salt Lake City. But then I also have a brand called Hustle Energy. Uh, where I have a powder drink mix designed to help you focus. Uh, like Irvin mentioned, I've got a podcast called Hustle the Day that he was uh, a guest on. 
And believe me, there's lots more behind the scenes I'm working on that I'm, I'm not quite ready to talk about yet, but <laughs> trying, trying to uh, keep myself overly busy, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you got a lot of stuff going on, man. So your first hustle was, uh, was uh, like the real estate, the flip, flipping houses? Yeah, so that's that's the thing that provides the most income. Uh, however, it is something that I, you know, I was hands-on for a couple of years, but it's now to the point where it's primarily outsourced, where I just have to go in, look at the house, identify, and uh, set up a timeline on a budget, and then I don't have to ever see it again, which is really nice. Yeah. So like whenever you were doing like hands-on, you were doing everything yourself, right? To an extent, uh, I'm not very handy personally. I had to learn, obviously, as you're as you're doing these things, you have to pick up on some of these things. But, you know, I prior to flipping houses, I just had no experience. My my philosophy was okay. My budget for whatever this project is, I'm working on the house is 50 bucks. So if I mess it up, it's 200 dollars to fix it. So I'm just not gonna do it because I don't have that in the budget. But once you get to these houses that have bigger budgets and it's like, well, if I mess this up and it's $200, well, what's that in the budget of $10,000? It's a small amount. So I'm going to yeah. try it. And so, you know, it got to the point where I was framing walls and uh, hanging drywall and tile and, you know, things I would have never otherwise done. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that's not obviously uh, super technical. It's not like electrical work or anything like that, but I'd, I'd leave that to the pros, but it was still <laughs> good to uh, go through some of that experience and learn some of those things and realize, hey, I am probably a little bit more capable than I give myself credit for. Yeah. What's like the difference? What's like the big shift uh, that you made, like from, you know, doing everything or not everything, but a lot of stuff yourself um, to outsourcing all of that stuff and you just go in and, and pretty much like manage the stuff. Yeah, so it started, I would say, because I I wanted to expand, you know. I didn't want to do one house at a time, um, and I had a business partner, still have a business partner involved in that, but, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, all right, we need to be doing more properties at once, so if one of the house doesn't sell and it takes four, six, eight months, a year to sell or something like that, we're not putting everything in that so you know it started with a second house and then a third house and it got to the point where you know you can't do all the work yourself and you know some of the subcontractors you worked with they're off doing other things and so what started happening is we actually hired uh it started with one then two then three i think we got up to maybe four full-time people working on the houses and at that point, it became more of a management. It's like I'm at that point, I was more managing people and supplies, you know, trying to make sure supplies are there at the right time and manage the people. And honestly, I didn't like managing the people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's really difficult to find the the right people in this industry uh, because there's a lot of job hopping. Everybody's just trying to um, trying to find the next great opportunity. And you see a lot of it in tech too, but uh, it was, we had a couple of people who stuck with it and stayed on board for quite a while, but 
um, over time, it just got to the point where it was, I was managing more people than anything else. And I developed a relationship with a local realtor who became a really good uh, realtor for us. And he got the exclusive on doing all of our flips, both the buying and the selling. And he offered up at one point, he's like, you know, I do this myself on the side. I have great crews. Why don't I handle this for you? And I just charge you more commission. So to be competitive, he was only charging half a percent commission to sell. Grant, he got the full 3% on the buy-in, buy-in, but to go to the full 3% to sell it and I get to take all the work off my plate. It was a no-brainer in my mind. Obviously, yeah. you give up some profit in doing that, but it allowed me time to do the things I was more excited about, which was this Hustle Energy product that I spent you know, a little over three years trying to develop just because that was what I was excited and passionate about, making that impact, uh, whereas Houses was more just a means to an end. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Uh, getting shit off your plate, you know, so you can focus on other upcoming opportunities. So tell us about that hustle energy. How did you like? Uh, how did you first get the idea of, of coming coming out with a product like that? Yeah. So, uh, great question. I first of all, you know, I've I've always had some sort of entrepreneurial venture. It goes back to like 14 when I started a web design company, and then I got for the lack of a better term, lazy. I, I thought entrepreneurship was easy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just start another business and it'll make money. No big deal. Well, it didn't. Um, so I ended up going through a lot of typical jobs over the years. And before this was before flipping houses, probably seven years ago, I've been flipping houses for about four years now. Um, I had this idea. I was in a nine to five. I had a side hustle project I was working on. And, you know, being married, having young kids, you get home and there's so many obligations that you have. Kids finally go to bed, spend some time with the wife. And then it's like, OK, I have the desire to work on this side hustle, but I really don't have the energy or the focus that I need to work on the side hustle. But if I have, you know, your typical go-tos, Red Bull, Monster, you know, some sort of energy drink, I'm going to be up all night and that's just going to screw up the next day. Yeah. So I got this idea. I was like, what? There's got to be something else out there that allows me to focus and have that energy, but without the caffeine that keeps me up all night. And so that's where the idea started. And I left it as an idea for like four years. I just was like, just kept kicking it around and thought of different ways to go about it. And then we got to a point where I was able to take a little bit more time. And I was, you know, like I mentioned with the houses, I was more managing the people rather than swinging hammers. And at that point in time, it's like, all right, I need to make this happen. It needs to stop being an idea and it needs to happen. So that's when I started putting the work into it. Um, I, you know, I wanted something different. I didn't want a capsule because a capsule, a pill, you know, it's it's white noise. So it actually started as a gummy bear. Um, so I spent a year trying to produce this thing as a gummy bear. Long story behind that, but manufacturing, it didn't work out and ended up going with a powdered drink mix. And I've got a brother-in-law who's been in the pharmaceutical industry pretty much his whole adult life. And, you know, bouncing ideas off each other, came up with a formula that we thought would work. Obviously, the manufacturer helped refine that a little bit further on what would actually work. Uh, but 
Um, that ended up taking two full years just because every time we went to trial production, the taste would be off or, you know, the ingredients would be off, something like that. So it was a real trial of persistence, but I gained a lot out of being able to push through that. Yeah. So, so like in the, so since when you actually like started working on creating the product, Mm-hmm. Uh, until the time that you actually said like this is this is it this is the one like let's go with this one you know what what was that like I, like the trial and error like how much what was the time like you know the trial and error when you said that you would taste them and you know that would that it would be off and stuff like that yeah so it would honestly probably the first six months is when it was just sorting through ingredients and trying out a couple different flavors and then it's like, all right, well, I think this works. And so let's let's run with it. And what we've been doing is there's one product that we were initially trying. It didn't end up in the final product, but um, it was one product we were trying that was the wrong concentration level. So it was offered in like 40% concentration or 100% concentration. All the samples had the 40%, but we ran the production at 100% and it just tasted awful. Like we went from, oh, this is a nice, sweet drink to what did I just drink? (laughs) Um, So we went back and trying to get it at that 100% concentration, kept, you know, trying, throwing different things at it. Didn't work. Worked out, uh, reached out to, um, reached out to the company that manufactured it and said, what's something else that, you know, provides similar focus, but doesn't have this awful taste. (laughs) (laughs) And so we came up with something and it was Honestly, probably the last six months uh, before it was in my hands where it was just kind of a waiting game because I honestly I was starting with such a small order and the person who is who ended up running the batch, they knew my brother-in-law. They went back, you know, a number of years just from mutual work acquaintances and they the person who ran the production was doing this kind of on the side. He's like, Hey, I'll, I'll stick it on the production line when there's downtime on the machines. And it's like, great. You know, you're, you're helping us out by doing a small run. Let's, we'll just be patient. What patience I thought in my head was like four to six weeks turned out to be about six months. So (laughs) it it was just waiting for that right time and trying to be patient and it was difficult to be patient. But, you know, my wife can tell you there were many a times where I thought of just quitting. It's like, this isn't working. How many times do I have to go through trial productions? It's just, this isn't going to work. But I, you know, got my head on straight and was like, all right, no, we need to keep moving. So a total of uh, a year, right? So like the first six months of like the tasting and stuff like that, and then the other six months of waiting. Well, there was a whole uh, year in between that of trying to make that one product work by changing the flavors and then um, scrapping that and trying a new product and trying to get those flavors figured out. And then for a long time, I was trying to launch with two different flavors, one that was sweet, one that was more sour and eventually got to the point where where it just wasn't I, I wasn't uh trying to think of the right thing to say here i didn't have the bandwidth to handle doing both of these at the same time plus having you know the main job and around this time i'd started my podcast 
and it was just too much for me to handle. It's like, okay, we were really close on this one product. Let's just keep moving forward. So it was really a year and a half of like straight solid development of trying to get this product right. And then the six month wait of, okay, when is this going to go into production? (laughs) Yeah, That's a long time, man, two years, but I mean, it's, it's what you have to do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the, that's the, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, they'll create a business and it'll just be successful in, you know, three months. Yep. But, but I, I thought what, this orig- originally would take six weeks based on when yeah. I originally went through the gummy manufacturer. Wow. Uh, They're like, yeah, we can have something. You know, I basically took a private label product, tweaked it a little bit. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Six weeks, we'll have it out to you. Great. Year later, <laughs> we've the relationship didn't work out. Um, but it's just one of those things where I, I learned a lot in that time frame um, about the power of persistence. And, you know, I feel a lot more accomplished by moving forward with it rather than giving up on it and being in the same place. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like a lot of people, like if they don't see results in the first three, four months, they quit, yep. you know, and then that's something that, that you like powered through that, you know, through the struggle and you had to wait two years just to like even get it out there you know not knowing if it was going to be successful or not right that's that's like something that a lot of a lot of people don't have like that um let's say like the discipline to like get through the hardships and stuff like that and just show up the next day you know right and that was the crazy thing is you go through all this uh you know like you mentioned the discipline of sticking with it and then I've never launched a physical product before. Once once the product was in my hand and I launched it, I was just getting started. Like it's just like I I got to this finish line, and it's like, oh okay, well the finish line just restarted. Now it's way down here. And so I'm still learning things. I'm still trying to persist and keep it up, but uh, you know, it's it's a roller coaster, but that's that's entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. And like the Man, I forgot what I was gonna say, dude. I lost my, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, man. Shit, I forgot. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, it has something to do with like the same thing, like the hustle, the hustle, like the energy. Um, but yeah, man, like, just, uh, like, what, what do you see? Uh, what do you see it going, or, or what do you plan on, on, on doing it with the, with the, hustle energy, like you know bringing out new product lines on the line yeah absolutely I, the the idea from the start was to have multiple products and it, okay. i don't want it to be a product business per se i the overarching theme of hustle energy is having that hustle energy to help you you know accomplish your dreams so i typically approach it from the avenue of entrepreneurship because i know you can make a direct impact to people through entrepreneurship so like think of your typical nine to five job all you're doing is you're impacting the person above you the person who is you know your boss or your boss's boss those are the people you're impacting by having a stellar work ethic and you know delivering results obviously there are some some examples out there where you are more directly impacting people however for me, on, with entrepreneurship, I, you can see that. I can send a product out and I can see somebody make have that difference in their lives. 
So to me, I love the impact of entrepreneurship, and that's what I want other people to have too. I want them, if they are inclined to be an entrepreneur, if they want to start their own business, I want to see them succeed. And the products are just one of the ways to do it. It's to amplify it and to help those people. It's not the end-all, be-all, but it's something that I'm passionate about. I understand how much entrepreneurship has helped me create an impact. So I want to be able to help others create that impact too. And, you know, like I said, there's more, more products coming down the line, but, uh, there's, i hopefully those won't take three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Well, I mean, you know, the hardest part is in the beginning, you know, after you go through those, uh, those struggles, you know, you, you learn how to, how to power through, you know, the other struggles that you're going to come across in the future. And it's just, I mean, like there are, all the struggles are going to be hard, but yeah, like you already dealt with one before, you know, and it was like the hardest one because it's at the very beginning, you know, so all the other ones are, are you know, you're just going to get through them a little bit more with these. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely things that I didn't know. I didn't know until going through that process. Now I know those things and I know how to combat those things. And so it should be a little bit smoother the next time around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, what do you see something like if somebody wants to create like uh, either the same kind of product line or just like any kind of product, um, like around uh, like what you're trying to do, you know, like help people, you know, and not just be like just a product brand. Um, like, what's something you learned like in the beginning that helped you um, go towards like that route instead of just saying like, oh, I just want to be a product line. Like I, you know, like you had to create some kind of like a. Like it has to stand for something, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, so I, I think the, you, you've got to have a vision of, you know, what kind of impact you're wanting to create with your business, and it will help you understand some of those ways that you can do it. So if you want to be, you know, the largest electrical company in Austin, Texas, something like that you know yeah. it's one of those things where you have to say okay that's going to require me to be in say 200 homes a day so i'm going to have to have 200 boots on the ground you know just trying to use uh you as an example here but when you can reverse engineer that and say i want to impact say a million people a million entrepreneurs okay how am i going to do that not a million people are going to necessarily be able to afford the complete product line. So can I create a podcast, for example, where I can impact more people one to many rather than one to one? And it's one of those things that once you see that big overarching goal, it's easier to understand what some of those pieces in there it will take to accomplish those things. Hmm. So it's again like like day by day. Yeah, I mean, you obviously have to break to reverse break engineer that. Yeah, break it down because, I mean, it can get overwhelming to be like, you know, Irvin, you need to go hire 200 guys today. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, that I don't have the payroll to do that or the work to justify that yet. So, you can you can reverse engineer that and say, okay, this is where I want to be. This is where I am now. Let's fill in the steps in between. What are the manageable goals that I can go after and what are some of those things that I can do to help accomplish that bigger goal? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And like the fact that you have, you know, your podcast, which is, you know, hustle of the day. So it's, it's the same, the same name. Like it's all part of the same, the same, I don't know how to say it, but it's like all part of the same, you know, game. Yeah. 
it all like connects and then you have your, your clubhouse your clubhouse you know so yeah we've got the the clubhouse room the podcast hustle so <laughs> gotta gotta keep that uh that branding together <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's something that like a lot of people miss you know uh if if they have a a product line uh they don't they don't connect everything together like that you know and i think you're doing a good job of doing that and i know like like i know you i like whatever, whatever other social media platform comes out or whatever like i know you'll be in there and, and you know push out like the hustle hustle of the day and, and all this good stuff you know so that's something that's something good that that you're doing yeah and one thing about the hustle i want to touch on real quick is yep. you know what one thing i ask people on the podcast typically is what is your personal personal definition of the word hustle because you know hustle has this connotation of 24 7 grind it out you know 365 never take a break and I like to ask that question because you, it's really interesting to see how many people do it differently. And that word hustle definitely has a different feeling and connotation now versus, you know, five years ago, something like that. It's about getting the work done, but then still being able to live your life. So, for example, for me, it's about having a family and being there for my kids and being a part of their lives. But when I'm at work, I'm working. So you're saying like living in the moment, like living, uh, pretty much like living on a schedule. Yeah, and being dedicated when you're on that schedule. So it's one of those things where you can't, you know, just relax for five minutes or something like that. When you need to accomplish your goals, you need to be yeah. at it. But that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be at it 24-7. Yeah, dude, I get you. Yeah, that, that's like something... That, dude, I'm, I'm gonna like cut that part. Of that. That was, like, one of those Instagram, <laughs> like that Instagram. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that Instagram jam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, that's something that I learned. Like my, well, whenever I started the the company, but like back in 2019 or so, uh, dude, that's all I was doing is just you know like hustling, working. I would leave home at six in the morning. I would come back at uh like 10 at night so like i was literally gone the whole day mm-hmm. but i wasn't taking care of anything else you know i lived i lived with my aunt at the time so my rent was like 250 bucks nice um, yeah so <laughs> like i didn't really like have anything to do besides work and, and probably play soccer but um like now i learned that you know you can't just like work all day dude like you have to you have to like it's doing 75 hard you know you gotta like schedule like everything uh, you gotta like you know do your workout in the morning and then do your workout in the afternoon and then put in like the time for the reading so i just like learned how to chill more and not just focus on on you know the hustle but also focus on whenever i go see my family you know spend that time with my fa- family and and not work or at least try not to work a lot um you know just live in that moment dude and talking yeah, to, yeah talking yeah. to like a lot of people it's amazing going through those things that allow you to be creative, how they help you when you get back to work, like being able to take some time away and play some soccer. Yeah. It, you come back more refreshed and ready to tackle that day if you can, you know, step away for a little bit, recharge, do something that you love, and then you can come back to it. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like Elon Musk or one of these like high level, <laughs> level achievers, you know, that can just work, <laughs> work all the time. But Right. Yeah, I think everybody needs to step away from work. Uh, it doesn't matter how much they love it. Everybody needs to step away from work, you know, for 
at least like a couple of hours, you know, to be with the family, to, you know, go out on a date night with your wife or husband or whatever, um, you know, read pages or go on vacation or something like that. Um, yeah, that's something that I learned along yeah. the way. That's great. I'm glad glad you learned it. Some For me, it took uh, some coaxing a little bit from, um, you know, outside resources. And, you know, my wife was very helpful of, hey, look, you need to craft this time for the kids and be there for some of these things. And, you know, that's something I wanted, but I would get caught up in the work and get distracted and be like, oh, well, I can't pull myself away from this. And, you know, my wife reminds me like, OK, this is what you want. You need to make it schedule it in and make sure it's right. It's like, yeah. yes, I need I need that every once in a while. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I learned that uh, mainly mainly when 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 I went to that podcast, the mastermind with Zach out in Florida, because mm-hmm. um, Thomas Thomas is really like, uh, you know, living and dying by the calendar, and so are a bunch of other guys on there. So. And I know, like, everybody, as much as everybody hustles, like, everybody relaxes, you know, like, everybody, like, Zach, I've seen the stories, I don't know if you've seen the stories, but he's, like, out in the woods, and he gets lost, and he's out there, like, thinking, and all this stuff, and, yeah, like, this dude spends from, like, whenever, the time that he wakes up to noon, like, he just spends that on, like, himself, you know, ice baths, reading, or whatever, meditating, and then he goes to work at noon, and I'm just like, man, dude, like, I guess I don't have to be working, you know, all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's something he's done more recently of, uh, you know, make sure he's he's got that time. And he's, uh, you know, we were talking before about going to an event out there in Dallas uh, next month. And, yep. you know, he's he's going to be out there and he's like, look, I'm not coming to any parties or anything. I'm back home and I'm coaching football the next day. Like, I saw that, dude. He's making oh, sure yeah. he's going to be there for his family. Oh, yeah, dude. And. Like I saw, like all that shit that I've been seeing, like stuff like that. When Zach says, like, now nah, you know, I got priorities with my kids. Like I'm like, damn, dude, hell yeah, you know, like that makes me like, uh, want to be better at, at focusing on other things, you know, that are more important than just right. work, you know. And that's a lot of thing that, like, a lot of people that that are just starting out, they think that it's just hustle and hustle and hustle. And everybody, everybody says that, like everybody have, like an Arte. Uh, apex everybody says they all went through that phase in the beginning there's just some people that that actually realize it that it's not always just hustle uh yeah Yeah, and uh there's some people that don't realize and some people that do yeah yeah that's great and the the people that do realize it you can you can tell they've got things they've got their house a little bit more in order yeah dude for sure so like do you, do you like is that something that you still like struggle with as in uh like looking at the calendar and seeing what you have to do or you like get sidetracked with something else? Yeah, so I I've fought the the calendar for so long just <laughs> yeah. because I I I don't deal well with like extreme structure in a way I want to be able to dive into something else and be creative with it, but at the same time I can go down a rabbit hole and it'll be like 20 steps removed and be like, what was I even starting to do here? So, um, you know, I've, I've tried to use kind of a modified time block where it's like, I, I can have a certain amount of time dedicated to this task and 
you know, have some flexibility in that uh, before my next time block, because there, if I have too much structure, uh, it sometimes stifles my creativity. But then also there's a point where I have to get some of that work done, even though I don't want to do it. So what I'll do is I'll schedule small time blocks, like 15 minutes at a time. It's like, okay, I really don't want to go after this task. I know I need to do it. Let's work on it for 15 minutes. I can handle 15 minutes. Then I'll go back to something else, come back to this for 15 minutes. You know, one of those things where it's like, it just seems like a boring task, you know, just something that isn't creatively stimulating. So um, I have to do that every once in a while and really do micro blocks where it's like, all right, I really just need to focus on this for 15 minutes, make a dent in it, and then I can move on to some of the things that are more fulfilling and come back. And you come back to it that same day or do you say like, oh, I'll do another, you know, little piece tomorrow? Uh, it depends on how pressing hey. the task is, yeah, okay. and, and how the day is going. But I try to accomplish it you know, that day. <laughs> yeah. what, you know, whatever it takes to get it done but in in smaller increments yeah yeah i have to try that out man because i'm the same thing like if i got to do something for that's probably going to take like an hour or so oh man <laughs> <laughs> like i can i just like sit down and, and like focus on it you know i get sidetracked all the time yep so yeah i gotta I got try that out where it's just like 15 minutes okay just focus yep and it's, it's also it's also helpful for me to put my phone somewhere out of reach. <laughs> yeah, that's what often leads me to get distracted and go down that rabbit hole of some other task I'm supposed to be working on. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Cool, dude. So uh, as we're uh, run, running out of time here, man, just just let the the audience know where they can where they can find you, and then I got one last question at the end. Perfect. So the best place to find me is I'm typically most active on Instagram. Uh, my personal one is Trent V Bray, or the the Hustle Energy brand is Hustle dot Energy, uh, and then like I mentioned, we're, I'm also on Clubhouse hosting rooms about podcasting, um, and the club is called Podcast Hustle. Cool man. So uh, yeah, so I you got a lot of stuff going on. So the question that I have is, out of everything that you know you've been through, what do you consider your breakthrough moment? I, I think it was getting that hustle energy product out there. That's where I realized, okay, if I put my mind to it and I don't give up, I really can't accomplish anything. It's if before it was always about, okay, do, do these people have special powers or something that I don't have that is allowing them to accomplish these things? But once I got through that and realized and saw the, the vision all the way to fulfillment, uh, at least initially, obviously the vision keeps going. But once I got to that point and fought through all those battles, it was like, all right, this is this is something I can do. This is something I'm capable of. I just need to be more persistent and not give up. And that was definitely a breakthrough moment for me. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And once once you get through that first time, then you're like, damn, dude, you know, I can, 
you know, see the vision with anything, you know, just to accomplish that. So, yeah, that's been selling great. myself short for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome, dude. So I appreciate you for coming on, man, taking the time to be here. Hey, thank you, Irvin. I really appreciate it. Like I said, a great opportunity and, and really appreciate talking to you. For sure, man. Have a good day. You as well. Peace.